I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. Emily Lonsberry, just about seven minutes after two o'clock. The market's closed about seven minutes ago. Let me refresh this window I have here. Uh, take a look at how the Dow wrapped up the day. Uh, it took a little bit of a dive uh, after my conversation with Shane Stewart, uh, but still uh, closing up 2.39% on the day. Uh, on any other day, if we weren't facing a global pandemic, that would be uh, wonderful, wonderful news. Still is great news to finish the day in the green. That's great. Uh, but over the past little while, uh, we have fallen to a bit of a trough and Hopefully, we are in the midst of climbing out of that right now. We'll talk about money later on. Let me first tell you a little story. I Since this whole social distancing thing has come about and we have uh, commenced this epic battle against the coronavirus, I'm trying to look for ways to keep my, uh, my mind sharp, my body healthy, uh, and I've gotten back into running. Uh, you know, just uh, you know, hop out on the sidewalk and uh, run a few miles, try to avoid people, but uh, uh, let my mind kind of wander. And one of the things I was thinking about the other day, you know, sometimes I try to uh, take a step back and look at big picture things. How will we, I, uh, how will we respond to this? How will we collectively uh, choose to respond? And what will be revealed about uh, our human nature and such like that? And if I'm honest, I came to uh, two possible. Uh, scenarios. And there are sociologists who are much better uh, equipped to uh, mull over these ideas. But I gave it a shot and I came up with uh, with two ideas. Uh, I won't elaborate on this first one, but uh, it is very basically, you know, there's a good chance we come up with a, a coronavirus baby boom. And you can figure out how uh, I came to that conclusion. The other, uh, unfortunately, uh, is proving to be true. And we're going to speak in just a moment to a detective with the Salt Lake City Police Department. Uh, the other thing I speculated might uh, come to pass would be an uptick in domestic violence. We are facing incredibly stressful times. That stress is coming at us from every single angle. There, uh, in all likelihood, are a good number of you listening to my voice now who are out of work and uncertain of when you will be back uh, collecting a paycheck. It looks bleak, and that bleakness is uh, unfortunate, and it is stressful, and it may feel crippling, and we may have trouble sleeping at night. Uh, we may find ourselves in, the sta in a state of panic at all hours of the day. And while we endure those feelings, and while we ask ourselves, when will we be able to emerge from you know, this current uh, stress, we have to do all of that in very likely close confines, the confines of our own home, 
we are home from work, maybe our spouse is home from work, our children are home from school, uh, and it is difficult to escape that. And uh, some of us, it turns out, are not uh, well capable of coping with that. And uh, there was a notice put out by the Salt Lake City Police Department just yesterday uh, informing me of that reality, that when the span of the last two weeks, there has been a significant uptick in domestic violence calls to the police, uh, some 33 uh, percent uptick, and uh, it breaks my heart, and uh, to help us understand that and get a better uh, sense of what's going on, I've invited uh, Detective Greg Wilking to the program with uh, the Salt Lake City Police Department. Detective, sir, I'm grateful to you for your time. Uh, What can you tell us about this uptick? Well, uh, we were concerned that we would see the numbers uh, go up uh, related to uh, the quarantining, the social distancing, and unfortunately, uh, the numbers have panned out and showed that um, it has increased, um, and we're concerned about that. And you know, there's a lot of ways that we can combat crime. Um, through suppression, uh, cracking down. But this is a really difficult uh, area to combat because this is happening in homes. This is happening, uh, you know, uh, between roommates, between uh, spouses, uh, between um, uh, people residing in the same same house. And uh, it, it's really hard to combat it. Um, I think that you you mentioned something which was going out and running and getting out and uh, to take your mind off things. And I think that people need to do that. They need to take a step back. They need to uh, breathe a little bit. They uh, realize that um, we're all in this together. And, um, you know, it is a stressful time, but uh, we can't resort to violence. Some of this preemptive distancing, I think, could be helpful. My wife and I, over the weekend, kind of had a conversation with each other, and it was, uh, you know, we're doing just fine. We enjoy one another's company. It's wonderful here. You know, uh, the the added time together is great. Uh, But what do you say if we just make a concerted effort to have a little bit of time apart? We've got this brand-new baby. uh, So, honey, I'll watch uh, Piper for a few hours, uh, and you, you know, maintaining good social distancing standards. uh, But go out and about and have some time for yourself. Uh, She returned the favor for me and uh, I, I think it was helpful uh, and that's not uh, in the face of any you know great anxiety that we're feeling uh, stuck with one another here but uh, rather as a, a pre- preemptive uh, measure let me ask you detective um, can you characterize a, a bit what it is that you're seeing this uptick uh, or this increase of 33 percent how are, are those calls typically characterized what's happening well, there are a wide range of uh, different circumstances, um, uh, but they're domestic violence-related calls, um, and that's what we're monitoring. And that could be anywhere from uh, verbal arguments uh, to, to full-on domestic assaults. And I think people need to understand that um, that there are several different components of a domestic violence. Uh, situation. Um, You can't break things. You can't um, uh, throw things about in anger without having that be a criminal uh, episode. So I think it's important that people understand that, that that you um, can face domestic violence-related charges, even if you're, you're not harming the person 
directly, but you're you're causing damage in the house. Um, you know, the, there's. I, I think that people have to have to take a step back and say, you know, I. Do, do I need to do I need to boil over at this point, do, or should I be giving uh, some space and understanding, and and can maybe we need to lay down some ground rules, and uh, maybe we need to be a little bit more forgiving, and and maybe we need to take our own temperature once in a while and say, uh, am I getting to the point where I feel uh, that I might act out, and and if so, remove yourself from that situation. And likewise, those people that are that are in a relationship and they're seeing those kind of signs uh, um, that that there might be a domestic violence problem there, uh, now is a good time to reach out for help. Um, it, uh, with the stress of the situation that they're faced with, um, we we see these uh, incidents um, increase in in violence uh, as they go on. Uh, so you should try to nip it in the bud and 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 reach out for help. You're not alone. Uh, there are resources out there. There are great organizations. Uh, our victim advocates are out there to help. Um, you can just talk to somebody if you need to. You can remain anonymous, but there there are resources out there for you. Detective Greg Wilkin with the Salt Lake City Police Department. Sir, I'm grateful to you for your time. Thank you so much for paying attention to this issue and uh, letting our listeners know uh, that, in fact, there are resources out there, there are organizations out there. And, in fact, in the next segment, we'll be speaking uh, with Jen Oxborough, the executive director of the Utah Domestic Violence uh, Coalition. She'll be our guest here on Live Mike in, in just a moment. Detective, uh, again, grateful to you for your time. Thank you. Take care. All right, very good. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, when we come back, as I said, we'll be speaking with the executive director of the Utah Domestic Violence Coalition. This after the unfortunate reality uh, that Salt Lake City Police Department is fielding an increase of 33% uh, domestic violence calls, a heartbreaking reality uh, as a result, very likely, of this coronavirus and our uh, efforts to combat it. Social distancing, confining ourselves at home uh, leads to some stress. We're going to Break that down further in the next segment of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.